0: Welcome back to Beck UL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And as we've mentioned countless, countless times on the program all week long, week three of college football was bad. Week four of college football will be good. A number of outstanding contests. And Joe, I know that throughout the course of this week, you have spent a lot of time crafting and prepping for how you are going to enjoy this Saturday.
1: It's just one of those weekends, right? Like last week, if you're looking ahead, you say, honey, whatever you want to do, you want to do the pumpkin patch? I'm down because you've got to cash in a favor for this weekend because you're not leaving the TV Saturday and then it's another NFL Sunday. Like you're not doing it. Okay, we'll do what I'll do whatever you want, babe. Whatever you need. You need me to do some stuff around the house before it gets too cold. A lot of people closing their pools. You you know, you need to do that last weekend. So um, I'm looking at it differently. I've just been thinking, okay, you know, thinking about the food situation, anybody coming over, how the TV setup's going to be because not leaving, not leaving. I've got to be in front of a TV where if I do leave, I've got to make sure that we're in front of a TV. But, you know, Mad Dog Russo, well, it had me thinking some other things. Like, maybe I need to get a little bit more creative. Like, mad dogs live in the better life than I am, guys. He went into great detail on ESPN. Take a listen. I'll
2: get a run in. I'll take the two dogs, Bo and Riley, for a walk. At about 12 o'clock, I'll uh, sit down. uh make an early cocktail. Uh, cut what? a gummy in half. Was. gummy? Okay. I'll cut it down in here. We got Florida State Clemson. I like the Florida State quarterback. I'll do something there. At about 325, 25, when I'm sourced, I'm not driving in the house. I'll put the, in I'll put the call in the fat rod. 718 504. I'll put the call in the fat rod. Rob, you know what? What the hell? I can't root for Oregon. All And right. You know, I'll pretend on TV. Put 10 dimes on Colorado and try Colorado and uh, That's a good game. So by 325, I'll be sitting down with my shorts, little t shirt, cocktail. I'll have the other half of gummy. Oh, you've saved it for later? I'll have half. I head. thought you were just rationing. You're swing the tug everywhere while you're doing that? Go back and swing the tug You're the sw- moment. Way. So by 330, I'll be, I'll have ABC. It's on ABC, right? Yeah. Is this a Fowler game with Herb Street? I'm oh, sure it is. <laughs> Herb Street and Fowler, well, why wouldn't yeah. they be in there? They gotta be there. The Colorado-Oregon game. Yeah, that's of, and I love those two. I love Herb Street. Herbie, <laughs> he watches all the time. He always tells So I'll go out there and I'll put the game on at 3.30. And I'll move on to the deck. Yeah, the only time I've heard from Herbie is when I showed them to Jackson State last year. Yeah. You've got friends, too. There you go. I will bet the ranch and I'll root crazy for the buff on Saturday afternoon. It... Not... For the buff.
1: For the buff. The oh what? boy! Uh, let's all right. Break I got... that down. Are we? Are we? <laughs> what? What where do we start here? Okay, let's do the betting. We're a betting show. Let's do the betting. Yes, thank you. I've never been more confident in Oregon. Never been more confident. <laughs> <laughs> and I know we're coming off the Thor are conversation you fat,
0: the, Rob? The,
1: the Sammy P conversation yesterday. Wow! But the, and then for Mad Dog to say. And it's not – it's ten times a lot for him. I'm going to say it's – that's what he needs for some action, you know, to feel mm-hmm. like he's got something on the line. Like, he, he's a rich man at this point in his career. Um, and never been more confident in Oregon. That's takeaway number one. How about you guys?
3: I'm going to be yeah. on Oregon as well. <laughs> minus 20 and a half. I mean, I guess anything is possible with this Colorado team – but I was looking at some ATS numbers with Oregon, you know, seven and one ATS at home under a landing 11 and three ATS when the favorite. So I just don't think I, this is a spot for Colorado. It's been awesome what they've done. Yeah. But I don't think this is the spot, Ed.
0: What if this number's really sharp? What if is exactly where it needs to be? Because it does seem like the whole reason we're talking about Colorado from a betting perspective is because they've been coming out of nowhere with Deion Sanders and all these transfers, all that stuff. That's fine. But now we have three games. Now we have enough of a sample size to where I think it's safe to say we know what Colorado is all about. We couldn't say that for a long time. And I also think we can say that about Oregon, sort of the, the quick passing game, the fact that Bo Nix may not necessarily wow you, but darn it, he's really efficient. So as far as a side goes, I'm staying away. I think it's right. Really? I think it's exactly where really? it needs to be. Yeah, okay. I think it's exactly where it needs to be. If you made me pick, I'd say Oregon, but I actually think the real value is the under and I'm going against my friend Parker Fleming here, who says to continue uh, hammering overs with Colorado, I think this is probably the time where, because it's going to be short passing attacks for both offenses, they must operate like running games, right? Like, it's not necessarily handoffs to running backs, but it's the screens, it's the quick, you know, deeks and dunks and things over the middle, whatever it is. And I don't know if we're going to get a whole lot of, you know, yards after completion for both offenses. So... I suspect that this will be a faster-moving game with fewer possessions and fewer drives. So if there is a play for me, Joe, it's the under.
1: Okay. What about the idea of all this high-leverage football that we're going to see early in the college <laughs> football season and taking gummies? Like, i It's not a gummy day. Is it a gummy day? Mad Dog says it's a gummy day. I don't think it is. What do you think, Aaron? Oh, she's going to say yes. What about you, Ed? No,
3: I think I'd be <laughs> I... falling I'm more of a gummy, I... like, chill watch a movie. There's, like, way too much action going on. Like, I don't want to feel like I... I'm falling asleep. But I guess it depends what type of gummy. Indica, Eva yeah, there's different options.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's <laughs> do the break. power rankings.
3: I, I just love what he was like, yeah. And then when I'm sauced... <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, the noon cocktail for me was like, he started off like that was just an epic rundown of how he's going to spend his weekend. I was here for all of it. I'd love to join him.
0: That's the aggressive (laughs) move to me. Getting like crossing over at noon is really aggressive.
1: Florida State Clemson. We still have Colorado, Oregon, UCLA, Utah, Mississippi, Alabama, all at the same time. And then we've got Ohio State, Notre Dame at night. Like, uh,
0: He's you don't know. think Mad Dog is sure. that hard though? And we have a Hawaii game. Like, yeah. That's How many probably something around? I'd want to stay up for. Yeah, like while I'm Hawaii is being played up. and I could watch that, then I'll probably also, you know, do my last minute NFL preps, whatever those might consist of. So in that respect, yeah. I think that's fine. Uh Paul, you've got a point about Colorado, Oregon.
2: If Dion Well, maybe. If Dion has the chance to pull a
1: Sean McVay. He absolutely is going to know what this number is, Ooh, and he absolutely will
3: to screw pr- everybody.
1: Let me tell you, that's I don't the only people, thing to keep in mind. People are not aware. Like we talk about, even McVeigh and other people are Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. Let me tell you, if you're to pick a state where where is sports betting massive. Like Colorado, the number of sports books that they have, it is so prevalent there. Like anywhere you look, anywhere you go, it's all about sports betting now. Uh, A lot of professionals moved there because they had so many options. Like I don't know if that's still the case. I don't know how options they still have. But sports betting is huge in Colorado. And he knows. And everybody on that team knows exactly what that number is. That's a good point.
0: That's fair. I would agree with that. I mean, how, how yeah. is that not brought up in, in some way, especially after, you know, having such high expectations against Colorado State and failing to live up to those? Why wouldn't you then proceed to find any way you can to keep this within 20? Even, you know, mm-hmm. keeping starters out there, if this is a blowout far longer than you should, that's probably likelier to happen with a Deion Sanders coach team than, say, with other situations.
1: What, what's a by point? Where where would you bet? Okay, so let's say the number's sharp. Uh, MGM is a 20 and a half. The rest of the market is 21. Mm -hmm. Would you bet Oregon at 20? Or no? Um,
0: I don't know. I don't think I would. Like, it might have to be more like 1918 for me to take over. Under, inside 20. Okay.
1: I think yeah, for me,
3: happening. it's tough to figure out because we haven't seen, a we have a small sample size from Sanders and Oregon's front seven is really good. Like, I think he's going to be under a lot of pressure. He's not going to have a lot of time to throw. And I don't know if he's going to be able to handle that. Like, I haven't seen enough from him to have, like, I don't know which way that will go. So that's why I'm a little bit torn and it's a big number.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Well, when it comes to the front seven, Aaron, I agree that against the pass, they're really effective. The pass rush is outstanding, might be the toughest challenge that Sanders has faced, but they're not good at stopping the run. And that's why I think maybe the short passing game, like Mm -hmm. get rid of the ball in two seconds, that might be a good way to go. Maybe just run the ball up the middle a little bit more effectively or, you know, try some outside zone schemes, whatever the case may be. I think this is something where for Colorado to keep it close they just have to limit the overall duration of the game, not take nearly as many deep shots. I think that's how they probably keep this close. But the question is, are they going to do that? And that's where I'm not sure, Joe.
1: Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't think we're going to get to three on Florida State Clemson. And it's the Jordan so Travis either. arm injury. Yeah, it's already coming down in some places. The question is, where does it go? Now, I've, so I've, Establish that I'm going to be on the Florida State side. But yeah, I do have some concern about Travis and how serious this is. Norvell yesterday, big surprise. He's dodging every question about how serious this injury is. So I might wait until we get some information. But if we don't get any information, I'll be concerned. It would be a small bet. This is the football that's going to start the day. So I'm certainly going to have something on the game. Uh, I would lean to Florida State right now. But yeah, that's, that's a big question. It certainly is. Um, But I I don't see any way that we get to three.
3: I don't have a play there, but I would definitely look at the Florida state side too, but this is probably not one that I'm betting.
0: Like I said, I'm on Clemson on the money line here. So I'm not paying too much attention as to where the number can go. Um, You know, certainly I would like to wait so that I can get a bigger payout. But I'm with you, Joe. I'm not expecting that to happen. And again, I know that Clemson was kind of beating up on cupcakes. And yeah, that Duke loss is bad. But also, too, Clemson Mm -hmm. was moving the ball. It's just that in the red zone in that season opener, that's where things got weird. So it's possible they could have still won that contest or kept it a good bit closer than what we saw. So there are a couple of things to keep in mind. Strength of schedule, yes, that's bad. But take away the turnovers, take away the fluky plays, that's good for the Tigers. So I think Clemson can kind of win this thing outright. Another one that is kind of flying under the radar that I want to run by you guys, Oklahoma and Cincinnati. The Sooners are number one in America an EPA per pass. They're number one here. And as much as I respect Cincinnati just as a football program, I feel like the Sooners are going to hang points on just about anybody. We're not talking enough about how great Dylan Gabriel is. And we really should by this point, because if anybody's going to challenge Texas for the Big 12 crown, I think it can be him. I think it can be Oklahoma. And if they're passing it better than anybody else, we should be tailing Oklahoma in most spots it is a big spread but the total at 57 and is more than manageable and I would not be surprised if OU almost gets to that number by themselves love the over in that spot Joe
1: yeah, a couple weeks from now, we'll, we'll be talking about Oklahoma, Texas. It looks like is going to be sitting 5-0 and once we get to that spot, and that might be the only ranked opponent that they have all season long. Back-to-back road games for the Sooners. And I think the reason we don't talk about Gabriel as much is he, he's a guy that's that's been mentioned over the last couple of years, like in that dark horse Heisman area, but – it's kind of what we were talking about with Thor just a little bit ago. This quarterback class is so deep and there are so many of them playing at a high level that guys like Gabriel in, in Oklahoma is not viewed as one of the top end teams coming into the year. Um, that they, Yeah, he has been passed over. And it's a good point that we should be talking more about him and, and what he's accomplished early on in the Sooners and what, what people think, would be a down year. We'll see. We'll wait and see if, if that's the case, but looks great early on.
3: Another game that I really love, and I'm going to keep doing it, Mississippi State. I'm fading them. I'll be on South Carolina. <laughs> They're just better on both sides of the ball, and I asked Thor about it. It's like Mississippi State... Sad what happened with Mike Leach, but a lot of these players—it just looks like they're lost offensively. They were only able to put up about 200 yards of offense, total offense last week, compared to LSU's like 530. It's just bad what's happening to the Bulldogs. So minus six and a half on South Carolina, fading the Bulldogs once again.
1: Anyone One- r- rolling with Thor on Miss Ole Miss money line? No, at Bryant Denny. <laughs> I, 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 feel, I feel I feel like people are getting a little too comfortable a little too comfortable going against alabama based on the last two weeks
0: mm-hmm. i think al you think nick saban can't game plan something or there isn't something prepped for such an important conference game i don't believe that for one second i, I you know the spread it might be sharp, but I can't I can't back the Reds here. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, let's be sharper about how we think about NFL penalties. That's right here on the BetQL Network.
1: We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM.